0: To Sports Talk with the host. And this is episode 342. And we are live here at Super Bowl Radio Row. You can hear the crowd. Oh my God. I mean, all the people around the host here. We are live down here at Super Bowl Radio Row to do a, this uh, podcast. I'm in Radio Row, Podcast Row, whatever you want to call it here. Uh, I got, we got all kinds of celebrities roaming around here. Uh, I don't know who uh, we could get on the show here. I'm going to try to get some people on the show uh, To uh, as people are walking by. Uh, who knows if they want to be on with the host. Um, but uh, I'm going to try to get some people on. We are a week away from the Super Bowl matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs. And the San Francisco 49ers, the current line as we speak, as we do this show, San Francisco minus two, over and under 47 and a half. Now, uh, just to give you a heads up, of course, the host and the guest will be on uh, as I try to speak over this crowd here. The host and the guests will be on uh, later uh, this week, we'll do our Super Bowl pick. We're gonna have some props for you. Man, this crowd. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got it. Hold on. Hold on. Four time Super Bowl champion, Joe Montana, right here, walking by. Joe, Joe, it's you like to be on the show? Joe, 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 on the show with the Hope. What? what? What do you mean you don't know who the Hope is? What? You don't want to be on with the. What? Joe, Joe, Joe? Okay, well, I guess that's that's one opportunity there uh, we're going to miss out on. Uh, We're going to have one of our correspondents on later in this show. I don't know if we're going to be able to hear him the way this crowd is down here. And, of course, down here at the Super Bowl, the host here, of course, in his hometown of Las Vegas, Nevada, with all these people around here. Uh, we just tried to get Joe Montana, as you heard. He didn't want to be part of any of the show, I guess. I guess he doesn't know who I am, but uh, that's okay. There's other people walking around that I've noticed. Uh, as I uh, talk to you guys here, I'll try to get some more people on. So let me let me ask you guys this before uh, we get one of our correspondents here on the show. Where are you going to put the Kansas City Chiefs? If they go on to win this super. Bowl, where do you put them as a dynasty? So and let me let me ask you. This. So uh, of course, they beat the San Francisco 49ers five super or four Super Bowls ago, 31-20. They didn't lost to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. Uh, they lost. To the Cincinnati Bengals In the AFC Championship Therefore they did not get the Super Bowl Last year They beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl 38-35 And here they are back again Against the San Francisco 49 If they win Next Sunday That will be Two Super Bowls in a row Something no team has done In Many years And it'll be their third Super Bowl in five tries. Granted, they lost one. Now, does a dynasty for a team have to be, in your opinion, no losses in a Super Bowl? Now, you can lose in a championship game. You cannot get to the Super Bowl. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers won four of six Super Bowls. They lost... The 76 championship game to the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders went on to win the Super Bowl, being the Minnesota Vikings. But Pittsburgh won 4-6. However, in their dynasty run, when they won 4-6, they didn't lose any Super Bowl. The Dallas Cowboys. They won three of four Super Bowls in the 90s. They lost an NFC Championship game to the San Francisco 49ers. But the three Super Bowls they n- made it to, they didn't lose. They went to San Francisco 49ers with Joe Montana. They lost a couple NFC Championship games, but they didn't lose any Super Bowl. So, I'm asking you guys out there, where do you put the Kansas City Chiefs as a dynasty if they win the Super Bowl? Is it a true dynasty? Even though they lost a Super Bowl to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I mean, it'll be three out of five. And every year they're in, in, in the championship game. I mean, that's that's something that's that's something that's unbelievable. I anyway, I mean, six straight championship games. They lost to New England. Their first try with Mahoney. New England went on to beat... I mean, sorry, New England went on to lose to Philadelphia. Uh, and that's. Uh, they also, New England beat the Rams. Uh, so, New England was in back to back super bowls. Uh, they were 1 and 1. So, several, and last time Kansas City was in back to back super bowls, they went 1 and 1. Uh, they beat the 49ers and they lost to Tampa Bay. So, what are the Chiefs going to do this time? Will they complete the dynasty by winning three out of five Super? Bowls. Ah, I think uh, the host's opinion on this. Even if they win the Super Bowl, if they win the Super Bowl, I think it'll be a dynasty. Even with the loss to Tampa. Now, come on, three out of five. Uh, you've been to the championship game six years in a row. Uh, that's just some accomplishment for this team. And uh, Andy Reid and the Mahomes the four of those Kansas City players that have been together for this run. Now, on the other side, San Francisco. Okay. Last time they were in this game, uh, they lost to Kansas City. 31-20, as we just mentioned. Now, of course, there are no... Uh, dynasty if they win this game. But they have been a don- dominant team over the last few years in NFC. Uh, last year, of course, losing to the NFC Championship game be getting hurt. Uh, the year before that, they lost to the Rams in the NFC Championship game. Uh, couldn't get by then. The Rams went on to win the Super Bowl against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So even though the San Francisco isn't is quite the dynasty, that... Kansas City Chiefs There's still been a dominant team in the NFC. Now, say, for instance, Kansas City beat San Francisco at Sunday. Where does that put San Francisco in the future? They lose another Super Bowl. You know, they're in the Super Bowl against the Bravens in 2011 I'm sorry, 2013, and it took them till 2020 to get back to that game. Of course, that was Jim Harbaugh; he was the coach But this time, when they lost in against uh, Kansas City, it only took them four years to get back. To that game. So, what is it going to do to San Francisco's mindset if they lose this game? They got all the pieces. They got McCaffrey. They got Debo Samuel. They got George Kittle, who was there the last time. They got Brandon Ayoub. And a defense that may or may not be as good uh, as the last time in the Super Bowl. Of course, you hear all the talk from uh, people around the league about the lack of effort against the runs, against the Detroit Lions in that championship game. So I'm sure San Francisco has been hearing it all week for the lack of effort, and they're going to approve upon that. In this big game, of course, on Sunday. Hold on, Hoya, hold on, we got another guy coming to die here. Hold on, we're gonna see if he's gonna be on the show. Evan Smith, three time Super Bowl champion. Evan, hey, hey, Evan, how'd you like to be on the show with the host? Right here, come on over, answer What? Huh? What do you mean you don't know who the host is? I'm the host, sports talk. Sports talk what the host. It's the show. Evan? Evan? Evan! Uh, okay, all right, uh, <laughs> uh, another guy uh, turning down the host here, uh, at podcast radio Row here at the Super Bowl, jeez, um, I don't know what to tell you, maybe the host isn't as popular as, uh, hey, Emmett, Emmett, 300 list. no, not enough, not enough, list. all right, 300, not enough downloads for Emmett Smith to get out here to hawk, I'll hawk whatever it is, I'll promote whatever, no, all right, all right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Evan Smith—he don't want to be on here. So we've got turned down by Joe Montana and Evan Smith so far here at the Super Bowl on uh, the host. Uh, of course, they're going down to do some other garbage show down there. I see Evan Smith sitting down there with some other radio show that uh, you don't want to be on. You Don't want to be on with the host here. I, I just don't understand. Um, <laughs> these guys. All right, you—you don't want to come on the show with the host. Well, you're gonna get bad mouth from now. On. So that that's the way you want it. You don't want to be part of, of the show. So I see how this is gonna go. Don't worry, we got our own uh, correspondence coming on here. And I'm gonna get that guy right here on the show now. Of course he's gonna be wanna be part of this. So let me go and get him. <laughs> Phil, welcome to
1: the show! The host, what is
0: up? Well, I'm glad to have you back, Phil. I know we haven't had you on all football season. As you can see, uh, you can't see, obviously, but you can hear, I'm live down at Super Bowl uh, radio podcast uh, row doing this broadcast with you. Uh, so I just wanted you to come on and talk about uh, the season, talk about what uh, some transpiring news has happened recently, uh, and get your thoughts uh, at the end. Uh, let's get your honest thoughts about the bills, and I'm going to give you uh, a five-question category about your bills at the end of what we talk about and see what you say about it, Okay? Okay,
1: i got a quick question before we get started. Yes, sir. So the only reason I'm on the show is because Taylor Swift
0: uh, uh she's touring now, so we couldn't get her. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it, So I think that's because we couldn't get her. That's why you're on the show. Oh, I've gone to the I've gone to the lowest part of the totem pole to get you on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm I'm glad to be
0: on. All right, well, this, I can't remember. Let's just go back to August. I can't remember, Phil. Uh, As you know, the host prediction was San Francisco and Miami in the Super Bowl. I got one team right. What was your prediction? Well, I
1: got one team correct also. I had Cincinnati over San Francisco. And I had... I Kansas City in the AFC Championship. I have Cincinnati
0: Beach. Okay, so we both got the NFC Champion uh, correctly uh, heading into this game. Okay, yep. okay, Phil, your thoughts. Uh, what do you expect out of this Super Bowl? Uh, give, give me a prediction. Boy,
1: um, well, I would love to see any. I, I do not want to see Kansas City win again, but. I had to place so bad. I'm taking KC. Mahomes um, is just—he's just tough to beat. You know, you get him in the playoffs, he's just tough to beat. Um, we'll see. I hope I'm wrong, but I would—I would bet Kansas City. How about you?
0: Oh, well, you probably don't want to say it. Well, no, no. I—I—I I, I could say—I could say who I want. i am not a—I'm not uh, gonna wait till next week. Um, well, it's—it's it's two things for me. Uh, I don't want either team to win. To tell you the truth.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, one, I don't want San Francisco tying the Steelers for six Super Bowls all time. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't I don't want to, and I don't want to see the Mahomes win again. Right. I mean, now I was talking earlier. Let me get your opinion on this. I was talking earlier about this let's just say Kansas City goes on and wins next year. That would be that would be three out of five. Super Bowl wins, but, okay, listen first, listen before you give your answer, they went to one and lost. Now, would you consider it still a dynasty because they lost the Super Bowl? And the reason I'm saying that is because all the other dynasties that we talk about uh, over the years, uh, the Steelers, uh, the Cowboys, uh, the 49ers, They, in their their run, when they won several Super Bowls out of so many years, they didn't lose in a Super Bowl. They might have lost in a conference championship game, but they never lost a Super Bowl. What are your thoughts on if KC goes on to win next Sunday? Boy, so has anybody, I don't think anybody's ever won
1: three in a row, right?
0: No, there have been teams that have gone to three in a row. Miami Dolphins went to three in a row. Uh, A certain team went to four in a row. Uh, I'm not going to mention who they were. Uh, They didn't win one. Uh, To answer your question, I think it's close
1: to a dynasty. What what was the homies...
0: Six years in a row, at least in the AFC Championship. Six years in a row in the AFC Championship game. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and then Patriots.
1: I don't. I don't recall how many in a row they were or what have you. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards
0: it being a dynasty yeah. Yep. That's like. Okay. All right. I I was just throwing it out there. I didn't I didn't answer either way of what I thought. Um, yeah. Just because, uh, you know, I think you're talking me into it here. Uh, if, if they if they win, it's got to be a dynasty because, the, you know, this team, again, and this team was at the lowest point they were in their six-year run here, and they still managed to get to the Super Bowl field. I mean, how can you beat them?
1: I know And you know All the season long You're like Well they're off so, I mean their defense Has been great all year But their offense Struggling Drops the Balls They get not really Have receivers producers. And now you have Rasheed Rice playing you well. Know, and then all of a sudden Richard Chelsea Is starting to play Well again And then I I, I really like that Jeff Law Because he's a Really good player That's but, the
0: That's the guy The host Host can't say His name correctly
1: And and then you even have Fanta Scantling finally making a a big catch. That was a big catch he made there the two of the games. So, yeah, I can't stand him. I'm so sick of my homies. I do like Andy Reid. I I would love to have him for a coach, but I've had enough of my homies. And then when, remember when the Bills... I beat him earlier in the season, he was crying and whining and being a douche to gosh after the game. He finally didn't get all the calls, so there's been moments about that, so I'm just over I guess. And so, just every 20 times a game, they're going to a, you know, worst wife, you know, big kid. Taylor Swift. Damn, I, swear to God, I forgot her name. I just fired uh, <laughs> that. I, just, I need a break. So You're, yeah, I'm rooting for San Fran. I, I do get your reasons for not rooting for San Fran
0: Yeah, I just I just don't I I just don't like either team. I'm not a fan of either team. I know I picked San Francisco to go to the Super Bowl. I was just trying to make the uh, right prediction on here on the show. Uh, Miami yep. Miami, and Tua turned out to be a bunch of frauds, uh, you know, can beat up on all the weak teams. But play, yep. play a good team, and you fold like a, 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 an old folding chair, like an old lawn chair uh, back in the 70s. That's what the, the Tua and the Dolphins did. Uh, and I was getting, um, I was getting some texts from you last week during that AFC Championship game. You finally see what the whole sees. It took you a while, Phil, that Lamar is not a very good quarterback.
1: Oh yeah, he was horrible. I, I I think the Bills would be in a Super Bowl if they got by KC the other day. I think they would. It could be Baltimore. Yeah. He. Yeah, okay. So how in the hell he had twenty four touchdowns, throwing. I don't know, five or six rushing. I don't. Not, not a ton. He's the MVP. Freaking Josh Allen had fifteen rushing touchdowns. He led the, you know, yeah, he throws some
0: interceptions, but... Well, I'm not going to say the one of the reasons I'm here, because we'll get in some trouble. But I'll, I'll say this. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this about uh, uh, Lamar uh, and Josh between the two. Uh, Lamar didn't turn the ball over the way Joshy Boy did all season. No. Uh, at one point, uh, Buffalo was 6-6. Six and six. And it looked like they were done until they turned it around and got hot and then started off with that game you mentioned against Kansas City. And uh, Baltimore was this uh, consistent all year. All year, uh, we're the number one seed, uh, won their division. I mean, you know, and he's the media darling right now. One of the media darlings. And, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why he's going to win MVP. Great. Uh, You know, of course, he's got the uh, franchise that backs him. He's got a coach, uh, a decent coach. Whether you know, whether you want to say he can't win the big games lately, uh, you could say throw that out there about John Harbaugh. But uh, it just seems like to me, because I watch him enough, uh, this Baltimore team, uh, and uh, this is part of their coaching staff. uh, They get all kinds of injuries on Baltimore, and doesn't matter. Who's next man up on their team? It seems like no matter what position that player's coached up, that player knows what to do and in every game situation he gets in, and they perform well. And that's a and that's a uh, that's a, a, a nod onto the coaching staff. I mean that that's one thing that I'll say about Baltimore's coaching staff uh, and their franchise. They plug any player in there, and they they just seem to know what to do. And. Then, <laughs> totally opposite of some of the players the Steelers throw in there. But uh, that's why I know it's with, with the Baltimore. So, uh, you know, speaking at the end of the season here, Phil, uh, you know, lots of changes, lots of coaching changes have happened. How do you feel, I'm going to ask you this, how do you feel about Jim Harbaugh coming back in the league and coaching the Chargers? You still, you still think, he can relate to uh, this NFL player in 2024 uh, compared to the last time he was in the league 10 years ago.
1: Yeah, I think so. Not kind of like he's stuck in the whole like Belichick thing. I think I think he'll be a good coach for him. Um, they do have some talent. I mean, he he can win with those guys. Uh, I think they're okay. they're only so much.
0: Agency, yeah, I think, he'll be fine. Now, I think um, he's going to lose a lot of the uh, high-priced free agents on his team. I don't think, one, I don't think he wants them. And two, uh, they're really up against the cap, but so he's going to get the guys he wants in there. And I don't think he's going to I care less he thinks about Austin Eckler. Uh, he just wanted to coach the team because they had a good quarterback and Justin Herbert. He can work around everything else, I and mean, that's that's what I think he's gonna do. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned you mentioned Belichick. How does it make you feel after all the years of Belichick sticking it to you up there in Buffalo? How does it feel make you feel that he didn't get a coaching offer?
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, well, he was a horrible. He might have been the worst GM ever. But he'd draft, he'd him in the did draft the honor and the kicker in the middle rounds this year.
0: And a, and a long snapper, right? And <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah. laughs> his, his offense has been parallel ever since Brady. Roberts. Yeah, I mean, I could see things don't go well with Cowboys. I could see Jerry Jones hiring
0: him next year. Can you? I don't know why. Why don't you think Jerry got rid of McCarthy this year? Why didn't he get rid of him? Belichick was right there for the taking. Why wouldn't he? Why would he keep him? I don't
1: know. It, It's crazy, and he's horrible GM too. I think he's. Like,
0: Who's that? Who's that, Jerry Jones? Yeah. I think his son runs it more than he does now. I just think Jerry's more the face of. Of course, he's the face of the Cowboys. Um, yeah. when, when he's on TV, he's got to talk, and he's got his own radio show, and, and everything about the Cowboys is about Jerry. It's not about the team; it's about Jerry. Right. And and one of the things I said before was, if uh, Jerry brings in Belichick, well, then it's no longer about Jerry; it's about Belichick. Yeah, that's true. And, and I don't think I don't think Jerry wanted that spotlight. As, long as he has, uh, you know, he keeps McCarthy around. McCarthy's still a puppet underneath him and he can control him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one of the reasons why uh, you know, that that situation did change for uh, Dallas. But yeah. No, go ahead. Maybe, maybe no one will be
1: interested in. you know, he's he's up there in age. And his track record minus Tom Brady, I mean, he, he was terrible for the Browns he has been terrible for the Patriots, so I hate to say he's overrated.
0: But he, yeah, I know he wants that
1: record. Whether it get 15 more wins, or... 11, 11
0: wins, he would have got that in one season with the Cowboys.
1: Yeah, I it mean,
0: he—I mean, Dallas is still, uh, you know, has decent player, still has a decent offense, yeah. decent defense. He would—he could easily won. 11 games next year as being the coach of Dallas Cowboys, especially with Washington being bad still, even though they hired Dan Quinn, especially with the Giants being as bad. Uh, Daniel Jones, he's trash as a quarterback. Uh, You know, they're not going to do anything. And who knows what's going on with Philadelphia. Wasn't it great, uh, Phil, to see Nick Serrani there crumble, the attitude he has as the Philadelphia coach? Uh, Wasn't that great to see the Eagles meltdown this year?
1: Uh, the Bills gift wrapped in that win,
0: and they would have had, to, you know, they would have gotten quite a few losses around. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. The Bills did give them that win. Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> All right. Well, no, let's 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 get into it, Phil. Let's get into your Bills here. So. How do you feel, Phil? How confident were you going into that game against the Chiefs? And I'll be honest, what, how was the level of disappointment after you guys didn't win that game, being at home and everything, and had the Mahomes right in your building?
1: I know. It, it, was, just, it was a weird it was a weird game because the Bills were like you know, 10, 12, play drives, long drives. And then KC would have about a five play drive and come back and score. You know, it was just like we, it took everything for us to score and it was so easy for them to score our defense. I don't know if it was the injuries finally caught up to them or not. Maybe that's just useful. I mean, our defense couldn't stop them from anything. And even if Bass would have made that field goal, I, I think they would have came down easily kick the work that's but you know you brought it up and i i my son has been on board with the way you feel and I'm it took me a while but I just think McDermott has got us as far as he can get us. We need somebody that can make better decisions, game game day decisions. And just get out, coach. Class year after year.
0: Well, he's going up against you know the great you know Angry Bird, Andy Reid. Uh, of course, he was gonna you know be on the down end of that coach. And remember, I said, remember I said when they played the Steelers, if there was a coach. Tomlin had any advantage over it was if in a coaching of uh, coaching versus matchup, it was Sean McDermott. Now that's probably the only person Tomlin has an advantage over when he's coaching.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so but I knew I know for Gulf um, you know, he got it he broke the curse, we finally made the playoffs. And I think I think the players go I don't know, they're not going to ever get rid of him unless we sudden go six and or and so I think we're just stuck. With him. Now I, I am glad he's not going to be the coordinator, um, I like this this young guy they have, um, he's kind of went up the ranks, he started out as the safeties coach and then he was the linebackers coach Young, a young, young kid, 37 years old. I guess it's highly uh, thought of other teams were, were uh, wanted to interview him for a key coordinator spot so uh, I think that was good as far as Brady goes we um, Josh played better once he became coordinator but then Diggs disappeared you know, two three catches for 30 40 yards he didn't have any big games left six, seven, eight games um, but as far as points per game they were probably just as good if not a little better. So the running game was better with great. So he's got you know, he's young too, so hopefully girls and um you know, just our passive games seemed to get worse, but our running game got better. So, and as you spoke before about the Bills maybe more last year, we just didn't have a running game and folks uh, who's the style he's pretty electric I think that they're going to probably get a bigger back for those you know short down short uh, distance derries um, they'll probably get somebody else who you know, they get a bunch of more people just trying Chris they brought in
0: uh, <laughs> way
1: off one up. <laughs> so,
0: what do you think do you think now, you know, going back to when Ken Dorsey was the offensive player there and now Joe Brady, do you think a lot of Joshie boy turning the ball over because he was targeting digs so much and teams knew he was going to be targeting digs so much, so they kind of keyed in on him and that resulted in some turnovers?
1: Yeah, that, I bet that, yeah, that sounds cool. sure. Yeah. And... You know, not every turnover every uh, interception is created equally, He'd have yeah. third and long, fourth and long, throw a long pass, and get picked off. You know, it's not much different than a constant statsheet. That's a lot of Yeah, I I think he probably did have to uh say hey, Josh quite smarter than the well.
0: So, so, what's your feeling moving forward next season with the Bills, knowing that, you know, Kansas City was probably at their low end offensively, and they're only going to get better now because they're going to have a draft, they're going to have a free agency, and the Bills, too. The Bills are going to have a draft, they're going to have free agency. What do you think the Bills got to do moving forward? To be able to compete with the Chiefs, what is the what's yeah. the what's the key thing the Bills need to do?
1: Well, we're about 50 million in the new and old cap, so there's going to be a lot of changes there. We got to get younger. Um, we have some bad contracts, really bad contracts. Five million is a bad one. Um, the Trey White, you know, he just put second horrible injury. This year, ACL the year before, I wouldn't be surprised if he maybe gets Um Looks like Hyde makes a lot of money. Um, he's probably going to retire. Boyer has one more year. He's older. He's like 32. Mitch Morris is a bad contract. He's paid a second by but, like a top five center. Do you like PFM, Randy? Really? Do you like those
0: but the PFF rating drives me crazy because Miles Garrett is always better than TJ Watt, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's what I think of the PFF rating. I, I, and then I, I don't get it. I don't get it. TJ Watt's stats, if you just look at stats compared to Miles Garrett, his stats are better in every category. Yet, Miles Garrett's PFF is like 15 points higher, and I don't get it.
1: Yeah, so it's kind of weird because
0: um, our linebacker, Chris, I
1: don't know the same with name now, he, Milano? No, not the one that's hurt. He, he, he took over for Milano, right there. but uh, his BFF brain was like the third out of all linebackers in, in most Bills fans. Going don't even think he should start. He's so bad at game things. <laughs> but... So we got some nice contracts, we've got to work on that cap, and you know, we we got we to got draft well, and you know, we need, well, I think we're going to lose Gabe Davis, and that's probably okay. Um, we need probably two young receivers. The sad thing is, unless they get real creative, and have no restructuring jobs but... Because uh, we need a couple of receivers, um, the two guys they got last year didn't help us hard, and get the out of the They didn't do much worse for me. And it, you know, there's some good free agent receivers, but we're not going to help for them. So we got, we got to draft well. Um, we got to get the safety. Um, oh, our defensive, uh, interior defensive line. We're, we're like going to lose about four of those. So we got a draft there So Gotta get younger And hopefully we hit on six. But I think You know Truthfully You know Josh He's, he's not going anywhere So there'll be they'll have a chance To find in there
0: just gotta fill some spots draft well. Well I had I had five names I had five names Written down here You know And Because um, you're going Through the list here uh, I had five names that uh, I don't think the, the Bills need. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the name. You give me your opinion if the Bills should keep them or, or cut them, regardless of regardless of contract and the situation uh, on hand. And uh, I'll give you my reasoning uh, for this uh, to keep them or get rid of. My first guy on my list, the number one guy, I gotta get rid of. That's done nothing for this team since you gave him the big contract, Von Miller.
1: Yeah. Horrible. He had about four tackles.
0: <laughs> I don't even think he had a. Th- he had one sack, I believe, right? Uh,
1: I don't remember him getting sack, honestly.
0: So regardless of whatever the cap hit is, I you got to get rid of. Him. Yeah. Okay. The next guy I have on my list. And, and I, I, again, you're the Bills guru here. You're the filth. You, you're going to give me the true opinion. I, I'm questioning Stephon Diggs. Yeah, I
1: don't know. Well, but do how do you, with that contract, I don't know how they get rid of him or
0: Well well trade him. Well, there's teams always looking for number one receivers. You have an offense now where you're not using them. So why would you, as a team, pay this guy all this money if you're not going to utilize him to be the number one receiver that he is? you did just fine all the way, Phil. All the way when you were 6-6, six and six, you got to the AFC championship game. Yeah. Without, without him being an impact. You just proved you don't need him. So I, in my opinion, I'd get rid of him. That's just my, my opinion. The next guy got on this list is a key guy. And he was hurt, Gabe Davis. What do you think about him?
1: Yeah, I think he's gone. Um, he, he, his, his route three is really limited. He, he pretty much is, you know, down the sideline, flying down there. He's a decent-sized target. But he had, I don't know how many games this year, zero catches. But Daniel, he'll have... Six catches, hundred yards, five seven, Just no consistency. Um, we can't pay him. I don't know
0: what to, you know. Okay. You know, okay. One of the other guys I got mentioned here. Uh, you mentioned him too. Uh, I I don't think you need Micah Hyde. I think you, Well, back to Gabe Davis. I would sign Gabe Davis if you could get. Gabe Davis at a cheap price if you're able to unload Stephon Diggs I would keep Gabe Davis so that's that's my opinion as the G.I. Okay <laughs> uh, Micah Hyde I would get rid of him
1: Yeah heard all the time he's 32 or 33 years old yeah I I think I, his wife on Twitter came out with it was like a good minutes, so I, I think good
0: and another guy that I'm just considering. Now I know I'm not a fan, and I know the fans love this guy, and I, but he was hurt, uh, and who knows what he's going to be like after he comes back from a, such an injury. And that's uh, Milan. <laughs> see what I mean? You being a big, you and the fan base. See, that's a big. You guys are big fans. You know, you don't want to get rid of them. That's what I'm talking about. You got to make hard decisions here. This this team. Oh, yeah. This team needs to move forward.
1: I I, can't. I can't. uh, I'm not going to (laughs) find that (laughs) one.
0: And, of course, you know, not being a player or anything, I I say the coach has got to go, but obviously he's staying now that we're already this far in after the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. But. I want our punters. Hey, what
0: do you think? Okay, Phil, here's a question for you. What do you think about bringing back the punter you drafted that got falsely accused of the sexual harassment? Wouldn't you like to have that kid back in the camp?
1: Uh, that's, a, that's a tricky one. He, yeah, he's certainly way more talented.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why not did anybody picked him up? That's
0: well, maybe because the Bills have his draft rights or not?
1: Uh, I don't think so. Well, because they call him, right? Cut I yeah, I think, he, I, I almost think he uh, had a trial with my uh, jet. I almost think he's been travesty, you so. know. Yeah, I mean, he certainly would be an upgrade. But that's, I don't know, is that a PR nightmare? You know, guilty
0: before proven innocent. Yeah, I, I know. I hear what you're saying, but, you know, you just mentioned the punter sucks, and you drafted him. I mean... I know. I know. We, we got a punter, too, that kicks a hot dog farther than a football, so you want to you want to <laughs> you, you take him on, you can. Um, <laughs> we're in the same boat. Our punter is awful. Isn't it amazing that, you know, there's 32 punters and half the punters in the league suck? Isn't that amazing? Oh, I know.
1: Yeah.
0: Horrible. Just, just unbelievable with the, with Yeah, the, yeah you can't get a, a good punishment. Uh Nope. Okay, so this a few questions in your division. Okay, as we move forward. Uh, knowing that the Bills are going to have to go through not not a, a a major rebuild, let's say a slightly rebuild and some calorie sap, uh, calorie, salary cap adjustments. Uh, to yeah. uh, get within. You know, back under the cap and, you know, hopefully uh, compete in division next year. What do you think the Dolphins are going to do with Tua? Uh, you think they're going to give him a big contract? You think they're going to move off him? And would you be happy if the Dolphins gave him Tua that big contract, knowing that they can't win the big games? Fine, uh, he
1: he's only, he can't do anything off script, you know what I mean? He, he's good in that short passing game, getting it off to the speed receiver's but. If there's any, you know, you get him out of the pocket, he's not that good. Uh, you know our friend, the commissioner Kernan there, he's a big Miami fan, and he's, he's not sold on two either. I don't, uh, boy, that's a tough one. They might give him Danny Dimes money, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but if you if you if you commit to, if you commit to more than two years, you're you're screwing yourselves with that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. They really would probably draft him.
0: Yeah, I I I I would be surprised if um, he got a big five-year extension with him. And more of a two-year extension would be worth it. But you know how the NFL works. These agents, they're not going to fly for that. They're going to try to get the most money they can for their client, and you can't blame them. But. Uh, in the long run, uh, the Dolphins are better off just, you know, trying to do what they can do with this guy. They lost, uh, right? Vic Fangio. He went flying out of there. Uh, their defensive coordinator. He went up to the Eagles. Uh, it's amazing. You know, how I always complain about these same coordinators keep on getting the same jobs, and they not, they don't, they don't win in the place where they come from. But people seem to think that they're gonna win going to the place that they're going to, and it just, it just kills me. Uh, that these teams.
1: That's why I like the Bills. Went young, you know. They didn't go with you know, the overreactions. I you know, like that. Um, how do you think the cousins would do with
0: Miami with all of weapons? I think um, my this is. I, I've been sticking with this. I don't know if I even said it on my show. Maybe I have. Um, if Brock Purdy fails next week, it fails to get the job done, Kurt Cousins would be wearing a San Francisco 49er uniform. Okay. What do, you, do you think a guy
1: like Kurt could, would be way better
0: to Tua? Oh, way better. Way better upgrade th- than uh, yeah. Tua. Uh, Kurt would be an upgrade probably for 24 teams. Yeah. Out of the 32 right now in the NFL. And uh, yeah, I, I take them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I take them. But uh, who knows? Who knows? I, it's, I'm gonna, it's, I'm gonna have to wait to see what happens with Brock Purdy's performance next Sunday because that was Kyle Shanahan's boy in Washington, and he's always mentioned him here and there, uh, you know, you know, as he's been talking. to the interviews and stuff. Uh, not read anything recently, but he was mentioned last year at the time. So uh, uh-huh. I'd be curious to see what happens in that situation, uh, depending on how Brock Purdy plays. And what about your what about your uh, your your other foe there, New York Jets? Uh, you think they bounce back with Rogers? You, you nervous about them, Phil? You, you they're nothing, right? Their coach is an idiot. Uh, you know, see, now we got reports. Rogers runs the whole team after, the, you know. Yeah, I mean, come on. What a circus there, right?
1: Yeah, that franchise. Yo.
0: Know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, why don't you say that again so uh, the guest hears you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Almost
1: as bad as the guest Yankees.
0: Whoa! All right, those oh, so those are fighting words with the guests there. Wow. Wait, Filth, you're a Yankee fan. I know, I know, no, no. but I,
1: I, I don't, I don't think Ghost is any good, and the GM should have been fired.
0: Dashman, he is not. Oh yeah, he should have been gone a long time ago. Right? Yeah. I no, no, I agree with you on that. I don't know how that guy still has a job. He must have some. Uh, some cameras with some pictures on it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And at New England in your division, uh, Phil, they're just a complete dumpster fire right now. No threat, I don't see, for a couple seasons at least. Uh, nah, they're, yeah,
1: they're, yeah, they're bottom of the barrel. They are they're, they're trash.
0: <laughs> what do you got? What do you got for the host, Phil? Do you got any questions for the host? Yeah, so your uh,
1: your backup quarterback you kind of played pretty well in this season who, who do you want to be your starter start next year
0: Well unfortunately because of the way the NFL works and this would be with most teams um, unfortunately, because Kenny Pickett is a first round pick and all teams, all GMs value that first round pick like it's a, you know a, a lost treasure of gold. He's going to get one more chance to start. He's going to get one more season. Uh, Of course, they hired Arthur Smith, the ex-Atlanta Falcons head coach. He's a a heavy run. Uh, Run the ball first. Run the ball second. Run the ball third and only pass it if you're fourth and 25. I mean, that's that's what we're looking at. So the Steelers are going back. Instead of Mike Tomlin had the chance said he was going to hire outside the organization, said it was going to be a collaborative uh, hiring. They had the chance to go get a young guy and move into the modern football times, and instead, we're back in the 1970s, thinking that we're competing with Oakland and Miami of the 1970s, and you got got a the ball. Yeah, you got Frank O'Harris and
1: Rocky Blyer.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, you know the other guy, Fuqua, there. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we we we're, we're going back and playing football with Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble, and instead of playing <laughs> <laughs> instead of playing with the Mahomes and uh, San Francisco's and uh, uh, you know and uh the Bengals and all these other teams with uh, way better offenses than the Steelers, uh, and they still think that you know, and i I I like having a good defense. Uh, I'm still I know I'm a little hard nosed. The host is a little hard nosed thinking that you gotta have a great defense. I'm still under that uh, umbrella that you gotta have a great defense to win football games. But gosh, you gotta you gotta upgrade the offense at some point.
1: Yeah. Do you think uh, keep trying to draft quarterbacks until they get it right?
0: That's not their style. That's that's what I was trying to argue with people. People people come over and they want to talk to the host uh, outside of work, and they act like I'm part of the drafting process. I, I don't. I can't pick the players. I can I'm not in the room with them. I can't. I can't tell them that they're making the wrong decision. Uh, they're so hard-headed in what they do. Uh, you know, drafting these guys that uh, you know they're going to stick with Kenny Pickett and they're going to see what he's what he's capable of. I would. I hope. I hope uh, they keep Mason Rudolph. I don't know how much money Mason Rudolph's earned with that contract. Uh, gotta be eight million or so. That's what Trubisky was making. God, he was just awful. My gosh. Good thing Joshy Boy never got hurt in that one season. He was on your team. Um, <laughs> I mean, jeez, you it was a, he was just a disaster. Um, if they can't hold on to Mason Rudolph. I wouldn't be surprised if they go out and get Ryan Tannehill, because Ryan Tannehill uh, flourished the best under Arthur Smith's offense when he was in Tennessee.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Hey, Ed, I got a, more of a comment, uh, a little off topic. Um, so, I had a little bet, live bet on the uh, the uh, Pebble Beach Tournament this, for today, and I was looking forward to watching that. And I ended up turning on CW and
0: watching. <laughs> <the> <laughs> so you saw the playoff.
1: Yeah, your boys Sergio, freaking choked. Of course, they were
0: playing in the dark. I can't believe I saw the highlights. I can't believe they were still playing in the dark. That was <laughs> that was amazing. That they were still playing the fourth whole playoff hole in the dark.
1: Yeah. I guess they asked the guys, "You guys want to play one more hole?" And they agreed on it. So, just they might as well just let them ride the cart the whole hole, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, three court three, three quarters. Sports. Hey, three quarters of the guys on our golf league could play in the dark, and they wouldn't shoot any better. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they would lose. They would lose just as many balls as they did in the daylight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was. Uh, here's the other part. The, the Neiman Joaquin Neiman. That's who won, right? He's the guy who won. Yeah. He, he shot. Won. He shot 59 the first day, and then he didn't do anything the rest of the time.
1: Right.
0: Right. Uh, and matter of fact, he was he was under par the other. I mean, he was over par the last two rounds of that, right? Yeah. And, it, and by the way, Philth, you know the Live Tour is here next week. Yeah, I saw
1: that. <laughs> and then the, the PGA, I think, they're in Arizona, right? The uh, Waste Management?
0: Yeah, they they, they yeah they have the crazy hole there. Loudest hole in golf.
1: Yeah, so to live in Vegas, they'll be trying to be louder. you probably hear them in your house, for a Yeah,
0: uh, Yeah. And
1: it did not look like there's that many people there, spectators.
0: You agree? I think they just had a bunch of people around the last hole. Yeah. Uh, I think they, I think, uh, I, I know they don't, okay, I, I, let's be honest. The host likes to live tour and all that, but I, deep down I know they don't sell as many tickets as the PGA. Deep down I know they don't have the same kind of crowd. I, I know that. But, right, right. uh,. Yeah, the one thing they do is is when it comes down to like a final hole like that, they make sure no one leaves and corral you all back around the last hole to make it look like there's fifty thousand people there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know no. Uh,
1: it was entertaining. Um, we had a big remodel job going on at our house, so I've been half living with my mother-in-law. It, watching limbo was a little bit better than watching fox
0: News. <laughs> you sure you're not i am surprised you're not watching the Grammys you being the uh, entertainment uh, guru and all <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <probably> it. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else for the uh, you got anything else for the host phil uh, I can't
1: think of anything right off the top of my head uh um, I do know we, I'll be seeing the host in about 31 days. Looking forward
0: to that. Oh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. The, the host is all fired up. Uh, he's been practicing. So all these other uh, people on the trip, they better look out because the host is coming uh, for a few heads. Hey, I shot
1: 83 at fellow beach today. So I, I'm ready.
0: Buddy. <laughs> on the simulator. They got Augusta
1: on there. Do they have, yeah, yeah. They have. They, they have all the big courses.
0: Oh wow! You should yep. play. You should play that, Phil. Yeah.
1: Okay. What we typically do is, is play the. Why? Well, I've only just started playing. Getting ready for the trip, but um, we typically play whatever course the tournament's at that, that week. So probably next next weekend okay. we play the uh just Pinetop. No, not it.
0: Yeah, that's it. Correct. Scott's dip.
1: Yeah. So we'll probably play that. But yeah, we, we do have to play. we uh, got sure.
0: <laughs> All right. All right. Anything else you got for the host?
1: No, I, I, I hope you have one of Awesome freaking
0: jokes for me. Well, of course. Well, Red Filth, of course I got a, I got something for you. I, I wouldn't let you go without, you know, letting you hear something. I've
1: been dying for this. You know, I went 18 weeks corny <laughs>
0: jokes live for you. Well, I, I, I have one right here. So a guy walks in a bar. He asks the bartender for a glass of water. Rather than serving him, the bartender pulls out a pistol and says, "Buddy, we don't serve water here." Thanks a lot," the guy says, and he runs out of the bar. A guy sitting nearby the bartender goes, "Hey, why'd that guy just say thanks when you flashed a gun at him and didn't serve him? He had to hiccup." Oh! <laughs> Oh I got I got a little chuckle out of the filth with that.
1: Yeah. yeah that was great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, I do I do like to get you. I doubt what Phil. I do like to. I'll,
1: I'll be sure to reuse that one with all my buddies over here.
0: <laughs> like you're going to remember it.
1: Yeah, yeah, i that
0: one, right? Oh, hey Phil, I got I got this for you. Before I This is this is something good though. This is something good. Okay? Okay. Now, I, I I I want. Now you know how the host. I wanted to read this to you before when we were talking about Lamar. You know how the host is always going off on these guys who make a big deal out of signs. These media make a big deal out of signing certain players. They go crazy to media. Remember when everybody got all excited when the Ravens signed Odell Beckham Jr. And they said, "Oh my God, Lamar! He's gonna! well, They're gonna be the team with him!" And don't, don't, they, they, they still finished first, though. Had home field advantage, so we'll give them props to that. But they paid sixteen million dollars for him this year. Do you know what he gave them, Phil? You know what Odell Beckham's stats were for the year?
1: I think he had. I think he only had three touchdowns. Am I right?
0: 35 catches, 565 yards, and three touchdowns. Yeah.
1: the reason I knew that <laughs> is uh, one of my sons, my wife, she likes to bat bandle, but she doesn't, she doesn't have a mind of her own, so she's got to ask her sons, you know, and, and my youngest son said, yeah, back can anytime touchdown. First he didn't even get targeted, so... Middle of the fourth quarter. I know that's that's a, that's a joke. All the money they spent for
0: him. Yeah, I know. I know. Crazy, right? Yeah. I know. I know. And, and and what kills me is the media makes such a big deal about these signings, but they never follow up and tell you what he really did. Right. <laughs> but I just wanted I just wanted to point that out out here. Anyway, Phil, great great having you on the show. Thanks for coming back on after all these weeks. Well, of course, we'll have you on, uh, you know, further episodes. Uh, just was tough this year. Uh, you know, the host, I don't get into it much, but the host had a different work schedule this fall, so it was hard to get you guys on during the week, uh, you know, on the show. And the weekends, of course, we were spending time watching football. Now that we're not spending time watching football on the weekends, We can have you on more and discuss other things other than football. Well,
1: you know, when when you had me on a show, all of a sudden I had all these other podcasts, you know, contact me. You know, I, so I, you know, I was doing shows. (laughs) I
0: I believe it. I believe it. (laughs) I might have to sign you to a contract.
1: You're
0: gonna be getting a ratings boost this week. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't need a ratings boost, but I appreciate it, there, Red Phil. No, it's
1: great to be on.
0: <laughs> All right, I Phil. All right, I appreciate it, and I'll. I'll be seeing you in, it, like you said, in 31 days. And uh, hey, listen to the end. I, I'm gonna play a song, just catered to you. I think you'll like it. Instead of playing oh, the usual set. Instead of, pl- Instead of playing the usual headbanging, host music, I try to. I'm gonna try to now when a, a, a correspondent comes on, I'm gonna to try to cater the music to his liking. So, we'll, we'll we'll play. I'll play you a song at the end of this. So anyway, appreciate it again, Phil. Uh, thanks again.
1: Yep, anytime.
0: All right, Wow, this crowd is this uh, unbelievable behind me here. Uh, they kept it kind of quiet while the red filth was on. I didn't really see any other. Th- oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly on the Buffalo. But I just, ha- I should have had you on the show. Uh, would you like to come on the show, say a few things? I just had the red filth on. Uh, he was up. Come on with. What, what do you mean you know who the red filth, is, but you don't know who the host? You don't want to come on because you don't want to be with the host. You would have came on with the red. What do you mean you would have came on with the red filth? Alright, all right, whatever, alright Another guy uh, Another guy we're uh, going to pass on there I guess, doesn't want to be on the show Boy, all these people wandering around here uh, <laughs> It's Super Bowl Roll here, so I guess I don't know, anyway uh, That was the film. Uh Let's thank him for coming on I hope you guys all enjoy it And once again, thank you for all the downloads You can catch the host on his Twitter feed That's the host of SteelDF72. That is on the also, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, tag and, of course, Amazon Music. And as I said, I can't, I'm going to cater these songs. And here's a song going out to the filth. I'm not going to mention who this is. Everyone should know who this is. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you out here with the guests uh, at the end of the week.
2: Seems like yesterday. It was long ago Jane, it was love that she was a queen of my night There in the darkness with the radio playing low And, and the secrets that we shared The mountains that we moved Caught like a wildfire out of control Till there was nothing left to burn and nothing left to prove